How you guys doing today? It's Jake from the Fourth Liners podcast, and we got a lot to talk about today. As you know, the NHL starting to pick up, and we're going to be starting to watch some hockey soon, which is going to be awesome. Um, but we have some exciting stuff to talk about today. We're going to continue our uh, team evaluations from A to Z. Um, we're going to continue on to Carolina, um, and then a few other teams after that. But we also want to address uh, some of the headlines that are coming out in the NHL right now. Um, there's quite a bit, and it's quite an exciting news and some kind of controversial news. Um, want to talk about Mike Babcock really quickly, Rice? Yeah, dude. Like, do, do you want me to? Yeah, let's hear what you. Th- I want to hear what you think about it, then I'll put my two cents into it. Yeah, well, if you're somehow out of the know, uh, Mike Babcock has been released uh, as coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, undefeated, by the way. So you know, good for <laughs> you, Mike. Uh, not losing a game, but. Uh, it's the first time I heard that joke. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're, you're joking. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike Babcock, obviously, a little bit of a tarnished reputation ever since he was coaching Toronto, known for a little bit of mental abuse on his players. Uh, not mm-hmm. Just not a good guy. A lot of guys have come out and spoken out against him, like Mike Commodore, for example. Uh, obviously, you know, he really screwed over Mike Medano, you know, just just yeah. really petty stuff that that just is so unnecessary. Spezza. And, and who? Jason Spezza, there was a history. Jason Spezza. Yep. Uh, not, you know, just basically really mean spirited things. Yeah, like the, the thing with Marner was pretty. That was a lot of mind games that he played there. Asking I, a young rookie, we talked about snitch it. on rest of your teammates. Yeah, we we talked about this. We talk, didn't we? Literally, we talked about it the last episode. We said, you know, we hate mind game coaches, guys like Daryl Sutter, who I yeah. kept calling Brandon in the podcast. I noticed that as I had. Yeah, it, I noticed but, it too when I was listening to uh, it. I, it I just let it, it happen. Is. I just let yeah. It. Is yeah. one of them so named Brandon? Dar- well, Brandon Sutter plays for well played for Vancouver. Oh but. yeah, yeah, Brandon Sutter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he got a PTO, I think, with Edmonton or something like that. I don't, I don't know how that went, but yeah, he did. Anyways, two players did. Anyways, uh, so Babcock, uh, some news comes out. Uh, Paul Bissonnette was the first one to really break it open. Uh, yeah. Some news came out that Babcock was essentially uh, uh, asking players to to reveal the pictures on uh, their phones to him uh, for him to like review or talk about. And it was interesting because uh, Boone Jenner, the captain of the Jackets, was was basically saying that there wasn't really anything wrong with it. Like, it was a positive discussion between him and Babcock, and it didn't yeah. feel like it was intrusive at all. But I guess I guess Jenner got a slightly different experience than, I guess, some of the younger guys on the team. That's what I heard. I guess some of the younger guys on the team felt really violated and felt really, you know, under pressure and, and just just, you know unnecessary Mike Babcock antics. So they have this big uh, external and internal event investigation about it. And it was deemed that, that Mike Babcock's actions were um, in the wrong. And just like that, before he could even begin to attempt to redeem himself, he gets back up to the exact same type of crap actions that cost him his job in the NHL in the first place. So he's no longer the coach. I believe uh, the new coach, Paul Vincent, is yep. the new coach for the Jackets? Yep. So, my take on it, um, Babs, like you're you're an idiot, dude. Like <laughs> straight up, I I don't know how you think that you can get a second chance like this in the league and then just and, and just get right back to the same crap that landed you in hot water in the first place. I mean, how dense are you as a guy? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know like... how how stupid do you have to be? And and how like. 
like it just goes to show that the the era of that type of coach is truly done. No, it doesn't and, work. And it, it's kind of abusive at that point. Like, you abusive. know, like I, back then I can see a lot of coaches using that, right? It's an old style way of coaching. And there's only a few of those guys in the NHL. Not many are starting to be pushed out, like you said. I can't but, think of any that are left, man. Daryl Sutter no. and Babcock are both gone. Who's left? No. Who's a mind and, game coach? And not to discredit Babcock for, you know, like he, he probably is a good coach, but the way he does it, um, I don't even think he is that good of a coach, to be honest with you. I mean, at the I time, mean, at the time, Toronto got him. They, everyone was so excited. Um, he was like, coming this off was a the, ton we, of hype. We won the lottery. We won the lottery with him, right? Like we remember, like the, he picked Toronto, and we're like, we're going to win a Stanley Cup now because we have Babcock, and then he gets fired, and then we see. I mean, he now. Did, he did nothing though. He like he did he did nothing with the Leafs, and like every yeah. all of his hype comes from his time in Detroit. But like, how much do you really have to coach Pavel Datsuk? How much do you really have to coach Henrik Zetterberg? No, Nick Lidstrom leave them alone do their thing. L- let them do their like like really. But that's I mean, a, oh. Oh, he won gold for Team Canada. It's like, yeah, he really needed to coach those guys. Yeah, yeah no, they they don't have to say anything. They just changed them. But um, <laughs> even even like like with a team like Toronto, like he's obviously an old like old time coach. A team with Toronto at that time, that was a lot of young guys playing there, and that's obviously wasn't the right mesh for them. Um, I'm not saying like you know, um, hardness and toughness is not good for younger players but like mental abuse can really alter a young player's career right and a thing like that and mitch Marner can be like okay what if i do the right or wrong thing now and he's gonna feel like he's stepping on eggshells and you can't have a coach like that like you can't have a coach that's in your head so much that you're gonna screw up in your in your game and it's it just i don't think it's the right way to do it anymore i think, I think a lot the of guys people, columbus has too you know yeah like how many young players columbus has you know it's they're, like the whole like team a, they're a, a you know an up and coming team in my Cylinder, opinion. Cylinder, you know, Johnson, um, Jerichek. There's so many Fantilli. guys. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you shouldn't have a guy like that. That's not that's he he's not a young players coach. And and no. and at the same time, he's a toxic coach. It's a, like a double whammy of bat. Do you well, think a lot of people are calling for Yarmo to get fired? Kekalainen, the GM? What what do you think about that? I don't think so. Like he maybe was trying to give him another chance and um, and knew that he has a good resume. Like like I said, he, this is probably why he was such a popular coach. He won Stanley Cups in Detroit, right? Like he won multiple, right? Not just one. One or two. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's Did he been win one as the assistant of the Ducks, too? I think so. I think so. But this I, is the thing. This is wrong. the thing of the NHL, though. Apparently, this is a thing that people are, are arguing right now is that this is the NHL. Coaches are just swapped from team to team to team to team. And there's no kind of new coaches, younger coaches coming in. It's the old same coaches that are keep rotating throughout the league. Older players rotating throughout the league. Something needs to change because um, there, obviously it's a different game. It's a faster game, more skilled game. And this old style hockey was more when it was more physical, I want to say. like it, It's better for a physical game, but... Um, you know, and you also need a middle ground as well, right? You need both physical and and uh, a, a good coach like, mentally, like, but like the era is different for sure. Like I don't really relate the coaching so much to like the style of play. It's more so like what is appropriate. You know, what is an appropriate coach player relationship now? Yeah. Like 
like with how well, much mental health and stuff like that has become like so prominent mm-hmm. it's like what 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 is the right way to to interact with your players and how do you find that balance between like well, you know how about okay guess, how about we how about we reenact something like say i'm mike babcock i'm going up to you saying uh hey bro like say you're uh, Ken Johnson, you've been here for a little bit, right? Obviously, you met yep. Babcock by now. He's uh-huh. like, hey, Ken, can I, uh, can I see your phone just to see your picture to see what you're like? Would you feel comfortable uh, giving it to just showing him? I wouldn't really want to show my pictures. I'm like, no. why do you want to see? Why do you? What does this matter? What does this matter? Ask me. Talk to me. Don't look at pictures. What are these pictures for? And apparently, like, there's different stories of what happened, though. That's the thing. So no one was no one's really spot on, and I don't think a lot of people are gonna snitch. And I think that's why Boone Jenner kind of said, "Oh no, you know it was a good thing." I think he, you know, he's part of the Columbus Blue Jackets and wanted to make them look bad. Um, people were saying Babcock put the pictures on the screen, but other people, um, when Kakalainen and people were, th- were were asked about that, they said no, um, it wasn't put on a screen. So I don't know what the actual story is. It had that had to come from somewhere, but you know the, the rumors of the NHL or anywhere that there's going to be added details from different stories is going from I'm, people I'm to willing people. To bet, I'm willing like, to bet he probably approached veteran guys like Jenner and, and Line and Goudreau or whatever a little bit differently. He probably approached them as a much more, in a, in a more friendly kind of way, right? Because yeah. he's probably, you know, he probably, it's always been with younger players with him, you know, yeah. and, and the occasional veteran who he snubs from he playing in the 1500th them. game. He wants to test right. them. So, so he'll, you know, he probably went up to the vets and like, oh yeah, show me some picture of your family, you know, like, let, let me see what you're like. And it was like, okay. But then with the younger guys, probably completely different tone. Probably, hey, mm-hmm. uh, Kent, show, show me your phone. I want to, I want to see what you're like. I want to know who you are. Show me your phone or give me your phone even. I don't know. But either way, yeah. inappropriate <laughs> invasion of privacy, uh, any, any, any other kind of job in the world that would be a complete violation of human rights, like HR. You know, I, if I if I went into work somewhere, it could be anywhere. It could be a warehouse. It could be Walmart, you know, and they were like, I want to see your phone. I want to see what kind of person you are. It's like absolutely fucking not, man. It, it doesn't well, matter if it's, if it's the NHL or a regular job. It's you as a boss, because that's what a coach is, is a boss cannot go through people's personal shit. You're the captain to the ship, man. You're very, uh, I mean, besides the team, the cap, the team's captain, but at the same time, you work very close, closely with that team captain. And, and you know what? I, I, people were saying like Babcock, like I can't even imagine how he was a Canadian you know, university hockey. Like I remember <laughs> wondering they, he tortured the kids, right? Like, yeah, think about it. Like how would he treat them differently? But um, I just don't think, I, I don't think Babcock, can really change his ways. I just think he's so his mind. So in, his, well, I think his mind just so integrated in the old ways. He can't change his coaching style. Like it's just so integrated into him. And maybe he doesn't even see a problem. He, or he I think he's see dumb. a problem. I literally yeah. think he's dumb. I look he, at him. He and did, I, it just, it he just did screams the thing. dumb. He did the thing that got him fired last time. He's like, just he, dumb. Yeah. I mean, I, just I don't know. Look at him. I, talk, listen to him. Talk. He's just 
fucking dumb, dude. Yeah. Like he's not a smart well, I think guy. he I think he thinks he's better than he is, right? Like I think he right. sees all that. Ego. Especially maybe after the Stanley Cup. So oh, I'm Mr. Big Shot, right? Like And the, and then know. we don't think Yarmo should be fired, right? Like Yarmo Kekalainen. I you know, he's been a good GM uh for for quite a while now. I think he made a mistake. Yeah. I don't think and he should he be took fired, a but I want to say he took a chance. Um, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with taking a chance because who knows? Babcock could have learned his lesson when his time away from the NHL. And that's what probably he told Kakalainen, right? Like, oh, I have, I'm, you know, I'm a different coach. I, I, you know, I approach my players differently now. And then does the same thing. Like, he could have just lied right to his face. Absolutely we don't know. Submarined, absolutely yeah. submarined Yarmo with that, you know, because now Yarmo yeah. looks like an idiot too, even yeah, though like, I don't think what he is. is. What is, what is Babcock going to say? No, oh, I'm not a change coach. I'm going to do my own ways. He's obviously going to say that. And then when, you know, it, it just it was a matter of time of Babcock doing something, right? <laughs> like, it was a yeah. matter of time. It was just going to happen. It was pretty, pretty evident. Well, but, to uh, conclude, sayonara, Babcock. I uh, hope I never see you again anywhere near the top level of hockey. Yeah. You are. I think he's you, done. You're an idiot. He's just retired, yeah. man. He, he can. He can. So go coach somewhere else. Some some yeah. crap. Anyways. Okay. What's next? Um, well, I just want to mention this is a recent trade. Casey DeSmith just got traded to the Vancouver Canucks and Tanner Pearson's going the other way to Pittsburgh for it with a third round pick. Uh, a decent trade. It's kind of a minor trade, but it just happened. So sheds us cap. It makes us cap yeah. compliant and gives us the backup. Is it Pearson, sucks to lose a third. At least it's not a second. Is Pearson out? Or is he? Is he no, good? He, he's healthy. He's healthy. Okay, I wasn't sure. He's a good depth. He's a good depth player, man. Like there, there's really yeah. nothing wrong with Tanner Pearson. Like well, he can score in the right situation. Like he's he's a good player, man. But he also I has guess playoff this is experience like the, too. So I guess this is like the third time he's been traded by Jim Rutherford. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I wonder if he doesn't like him. Um, I don't know, but yeah, Tanner, you know, good luck. I, I liked him on Vancouver. He was great with Bo, but like he just doesn't fit anymore, you know, with some yeah. of the additions the Canucks have made. So, oh, for sure. Um, but so that we can move on to Braden Shen, the newest captain uh, announced this morning uh, by the St. Louis Blues. I think it's the 24th captain in Blues history, but don't quote me on that. Um, and then we also have another captain being announced. Quinn Hughes um, is the next captain of the Vancouver Canucks. And me and Bryce and I were talking about this where, like I was saying, I thought PD was going to be the captain and he should be captain. And, oh, no, they didn't give him captain. Maybe um, this is a bad sign. I don't know. I just no. think he I think he didn't want it. And I don't think he wanted the commitment of being the captain of this team. And, and who knows? They might not be good. But Quinn Hughes is, is younger. Right. And he's here to. Or is he younger? Yeah. Uh, I. That's I think he is. Yeah, um, yeah, Quinn Hughes is younger. But, but you know, a lot of people, you know, had that same kind of feeling as you. But, uh, you know, Canucks fans, and and it really felt uh, since basically the end of the last season that Quinn Hughes would be the next captain. Uh, let me just see the age. Here. I like a franchise defenseman captain. I love. Yeah, he's that. one year younger. Yeah, me too. We've never had, or we have had a captain, a defenseman captain, but not since like the eighties or something like that. Who was but, it? I can't. Even, I don't even know his name. I can't remember. <laughs> okay. It was might have been a, like a split captaincy. Like it was a, a pretty. I can't remember. I don't even remember. Um, that. it's well, we weren't alive, so that's okay. Oh, but, but, that's probably why. Eh? <laughs> anyways, um, you and know then, the Canucks have never had the Canucks have never had a defenseman like Quinn Hughes before. At the age of twenty three, he's all he's already the best defenseman in Canucks history. 
Um, yeah, and that's... I think he, he solidified himself as an NHL player right away. Like there was really no waiting for him. No, he no, he started. played one year of college and then he came in at the end yeah. of the year. Yeah, but 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 with Quinn, like it was it was obvious um, from the end of last season to me that he was going to be named captain. Everybody kind of got the vibe that it wasn't really Pedersen's thing. And that's not to say Pedersen, you know, isn't a leader or Pedersen doesn't want to like be in Vancouver like some people want to speculate. It's just the fact that he's just not that type of guy. He's not, you know, he's not like a he's just not a uh, that he's not a captain in the locker room, you know, like he's our best player. But he's, he's a not. silent leader. He's a silent leader, I want to say. Right. And and the Canucks don't, you know, need that. Bo Horvat was a silent leader and nothing got achieved. And I'm not submarining yeah. Bo Horvat, but like it's we true. don't. You know, we got to change it up. Quinn Quinn is definitely a quieter type as well, but apparently he's quite vocal in the locker room and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I can see him being. Who's the best yeah, Hughes brother and, then? Um, it's harder to compare defensemen and forwards, but it is actually that's true. I, I mean, mean, I would say I would say Luke Hughes. I would say Quinn Hughes and Jack Hughes are equal in ranking for their own positions. You know what I mean? Like I think Quinn Hughes ranked among defensemen is very similar to Jack Hughes ranked among forwards. They're both probably top hmm, Jack Hughes, top 10. There's a lot of forwards. I mean, close, maybe it's close, close to top 10, maybe. So we'll see this season, but Quinn Hughes is a top 10 defenseman in my opinion. And Jack Hughes is, is close. And, there's just more forwards, so that that ratio evens itself out. They're very they're very equally rated, I think. Well, yeah. Um, well, speaking about a, a, another defenseman on the Ottawa Senators, Jake Sanderson signs an eight year deal um, worth eight point zero five million dollars each year. Um, that's, I mean, people were kind of surprised by this one because he's only played one one NHL season. He did dominate, so I mean, he did. Yeah. In, in fact, if you ask Sens fans, it. they'll tell you he was the best. If you yeah. ask Sens fans, they'll tell you that he was the best defenseman on the team. I mean, he was the fifth overall pick. It's not like he was like the 20th overall pick. He's rated to be high and he's rated to be a good player. And I guess eight years compared to like uh, eight mil compared to like 13, 14 mil, which eventually he could have asked for. It maybe does make sense. So yeah. um, if he, if he shows promise, why not lock him up? So, um, and it's, I, um, it, I, I, it's, like, do you think he's like a Noah Hannafin? Better. A little better than Noah Hannafin, yeah. Will be better. Yeah. Um, I think he's yeah. I think he's 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 very highly praised and hyped by them. Um yeah. I think and I think, you know, if he can if he can fulfill that that hype, uh, which you know, the points are gonna start coming for him because that Sens team is gonna, I think, gonna start to get really good really soon. I mean, look at their look at their core, man. You have Shabbat, you have um, Sanderson, you have Chikrin, and you have Zub. You know, like that is a very, very strong top four. That's a very good top four. I mean, so, I can see them being a contender next year now. Um, uh, contender to make the playoffs. I don't yeah, know that's, if I would say. That's what I meant. Okay. That's what I meant. Not not okay. Stanley Cup. Not Stanley Cup, sorry. Uh, I like don't we think said last episode. Yet. I don't think they're, they're, they're in yet. that. They're they're one of the three teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that are absolutely going to be pushing, and that's that's them, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. So, yeah, yep. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have I wouldn't not bet on Ottawa to be in in the mix. No, um, 
yeah, so let's talk about another team, which is, I mean, we're going to get into it now. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, we're going to evaluate them starting off with C and then uh, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, and maybe Detroit this episode. We'll see how long we go, but um, let's start with Carolina Hurricanes. Um, I can tell you who's recently been signed this year. Uh, Rats, I got an extension. Orloff signs a two-year deal with the Carolina Hurricanes, which is big. I was surprised he did sign with them. I thought he was going to sign with uh, another team, but honestly, a good big team money. to sign with. Yeah, two-year, two-contract, though. Two-year yeah, contract. Big money for his age. Yeah. I mean, it's not long, and they can easily trade him if it doesn't work out. But um, I think they're going to be a good team. and it, it, I think it's a good investment for what their team is in like the direction for like they, they want to win a cup. And I think they think they have a team to win a cup. So if they got to pay for uh, a really good defenseman, because Orlov was pretty good on Boston, like surprisingly good um, after he got traded from Washington. And so they're, they're probably hoping for the same from him. And I, I think he can perform and deliver that. So um, his style of game won't be too harshly affected by his age. He's, he's a big guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's that Russian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's probably a beast, right? So, um, then Frederick Anderson, uh, signs a two year extension, which is pretty good, but he's getting up there in age. So God is going to get his last years out of him. He did play pretty decent last year. Um, I got Kachekov signed too, pretty, pretty long now as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's definitely their goalie of the future. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him and um, the things he's accomplished so far. Um, he, I think he solidified himself as an NH- and an NH- at least a backup NHLer. Um, but uh, I don't think you should send him down to the minors anymore. I think you should kind of start to see if Ranta. I mean, I think that the 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 idea of this team is kind of looking like Ranta Anderson, and then third third string goalie would be Kochkov. And if you want to send him up and down, you can. Obviously, because they signed both goalies, it kind of looks like that's what they're doing. Anderson this year. and Ranta are both so injury prone, though. It, like, so yeah, Chekhov he's definitely a definitely good guy to call up. Time. Yeah, yeah, the, he like he'll definitely get time. And Ranta's only got one more year now at thirty four. You know, they just signed him, right? So it looks like that's pro. I, I would bet that that's probably his last year in Carolina. Well, yeah, after if they don't, if I mean, if they especially if they don't win after this year, they're just gonna let him go. There's no way yeah. they'll resign him. Um, what do you think about what do you like so so as as a team with Carolina I mean they're they're always so highly rated I mean they have been the last few years just a very strong team but but I think what strong what defensively but yeah their problem is is the goals where are the goals coming from you know and, I mean and I think Savevshnikov will be healthy um yeah but that's hope. the problem right he's the only one like he he's yeah. the only like I think elite like, tier s tier goal scorer on that team he's the only one yeah you know um and and so if he goes down like he did i mean there, there's there's not much else i mean like aho is one of my favorite players in the league but he, you know he's not like a he's not a big goal scorer like yes he scores a lot he does score a lot of goals but like he's not like like if you look at his statistics here i mean 36 goals is nothing to... Well, he's more of a playmaker, right? Uh, like, or two-way forward. Um, he's not more... He's not known as that goal-scoring type as much as, like... I don't know. The Sebastian last couple Nikov years, though, 36-37. I, I mean, yes and no. Yeah. Like, he's definitely needed in many areas of the game, but... Um, he's two, I, he's two-way guy, right? Like, he's, yeah, you know... Yeah, he's a good, he's a good player. 
And he's definitely good defensively and offensively, which is very important. Um, I think Ajo is one of... Do you think he's at least a top 15? Top 20? Uh, it's close. He's yeah. Top 20 for... I would definitely say top 20, maybe top 15, but... Yeah, maybe top 25. But yeah, like he's a decent player there and he's definitely solidified himself as the number one center. And he is in the, in the NHL. Like he's definitely put up the points too to prove it. Um, I think the real question is, is Michael Bunting going to be the same without playing with Matthews and Marner? Because I think he could be if he's with Aho and Svechnikov. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right now I'm looking at a daily faceoff. I don't know if these are the actual lines. Obviously, they can change them. Probably not. Um, but it says Bunting, Aho, Jarvis. And apparently Jarvis is set to have a big year too um hopefully he does to the puzzle with them like yeah, they need he, they need him to find his his goal scoring again he had a big rookie season he had a down sophomore and um, that's normal Carolina's that's gonna, normal yeah well if they're going to be competitive they need him to to really step up well and I'm, i mean you can look at tara vinen too to score some goals um he's good but inconsistent yeah. Tara Vinen uh, is is one of those players. He's he's a he's, I think he's very good defensively, and he's more of a playmaker. But he can score, and he's a great player to have too. There's just there's just not enough. Oh, you know who had a great season too? Actually, Martin Neches. Neches. Yeah, Neches. Yeah, ne- that's Neches what I was gonna say. Out. That's what I was gonna yeah, say. How many Neches had? How many goals? Twenty eight last year. Yeah, if he could build on that, he could. Well, be I think too. he's he's like, he was. Kind of a younger guy on the team, and he still is, but he's kind of solidified himself as a, a guy that's on the team. Like he's not leaving. Um, he's he's been a, a top player for them for a while. Like, I mean, imagine putting Savevchnikov, Aho, and uh, Natchez on one line. That's a pretty nasty line for like a power play line. I would put that. I would like that. But the one problem is like the second line would be pretty weak. I mean, you got Bunting, Katiniemi, and Jarvis. Like, would you look to that as like a, a pretty? I mean, you could put Tara Vinen up there, but would you look to that, to that being like a wow team, or is that just a lot of role no. guys? That's uh, Kotkaniemi has been so mid. Yeah, uh, I mean, forty three points last year in eighty two games. It was like, a joke how they got I, him. It was a joke, and yeah. and they're paying for it now. Uh, I I just don't. I don't see him ever living up to that contract. You have his and that's stats. A problem. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 What's his stats? Because Eight, I... eighteen goals, twenty-five assists last year in eighty-two games. The year before that, twelve goals, seventeen assists in eighty-two games. And it's looked like he's, he's dealt just, with injuries too. Um, he's just not. Uh, he's not what they need him to be, and, and that's and that's what I think this Canes team struggles with is just inconsistent goal scoring. And when you lose a guy like Svechnikov in the playoffs, um. You know, the goals aren't guaranteed anymore, you know? Yeah, that's exactly the thing. Like, last year, they're the guy that they – the what they only had one guy that could really score goals for them, which was Savevchnikov, and he got injured. So, that I guess that was the roadblock, right? When they had – like, they, they obviously could, you know, stand their ground and stand their own when they're in, like, the first few rounds. Because what? how far do they make it? Second round or third round? Yeah, remember. somewhere there. But when they got to a point where to a team where they needed goal scorers, they didn't have enough, you know, fire. No, they power. played. They played. They played the the. They played the. Oh my god! Um, oh oh um, Florida, Florida, Florida yeah. in the third round. That's right, yeah, and that's when that's when the injury came. Yeah, and and it, uh, it, like like we said, man, the goal scoring, you know, 
They need guys like Netches to be more consistent. They need they need Aho to put up. Didn't goals Florida in the sweep them? Uh, five. Uh, maybe they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. So when they faced a team that they needed that goal scoring against, because Florida was on a roll, right? Florida was like a team that you needed someone really good to stop them, and they, I don't think they had that guy. I mean, Sveshnikov is, I think, one of the top players to the NHL. So when older guys are healthy, I think this is a very good team and definitely a team that can definitely go for the playoffs um, and definitely go if far. Netches can stay, if Netches can stay consistent and Seth Jarvis um, a big elevates year. his game, elevates his game. I mean, the, the depth is there. You know, Martin Nook had a really good playoffs. Uh, just mm. for fast is good. Jordan Stahl is still a great, you know, defensive center. Yep. Michael Bunting now, you know, like if, if, Jack Jury too is a guy that's up and coming. That's been very good for them. Their strength, though, is definitely their defense. And and when you yeah. look at a guy like Orlov, and you look at a guy like Burns and British Gay, I mean, they Brett brought Pesci back D'Angelo. Another, and that that's going to help the offense. Um, but yeah. in my opinion, um, their best defenseman, and I believe this, I believe this guy is a <laughs> top ten defender in the league. I think he's one of the most underrated defenders in the league. Is Jacob Slavin. Yeah, I, I think Slavin is so good, and when, he's well, more of a defensive at, guy. When we're looking at the model of a defenseman, that's what you look at. Like, obviously, there can be an offensive defenseman, a two-way defender, but that's a defenseman. Like, that's a guy that can do many things for you, and I agree with you. He's a very under... I don't know why he's so underrated. I don't get he plays it. in Carolina, man. Doesn't get the you same, see that's he why? the amount of attention. Yeah, he doesn't get the right amount of... He doesn't get, you know, the attention of Canada, and he doesn't get the attention of... So say if he was on the Leafs, do you think he'd be like a Morgan Riley type? Uh, I think he's better than Morgan Riley. Uh, I, I mean... I mean I, 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 defensively, he's just so good, man. Yeah. Like, and, and he doesn't he doesn't take penalties. Like, uh, hold on. Didn't he, didn't he not take a single penalty a couple years ago? Oh, actually... Uh, oh no! So so he two penalty minutes in 2020. That's still pretty and then good. ten penalty minutes in 2021. I mean, for him, he had eight penalty minutes last season. You want he to hear take a funny story? Man. Sure. So uh, one year, uh, this is when I was my minor hockey days, and one year I was playing on the team, and uh, I guess I was getting a lot of penalty minutes. I had <laughs> like the the it got to the amount where. They they sent a, a warning to the coach saying like if he gets too many, uh, we're gonna have to have a meeting with him and stuff like that. And and uh, and then the next year, I think they scared the living daylight out of, out of me, so I only got six penalty minutes the year after that. And it was a totally different story. Um, nice. And yeah. See, that's the thing though. Like a lot of players can have that change, right? Where they're not gonna be in the box so much. Um, but. Uh, it, it all depends that too, and yeah, I mean, do you see Carolina making it to the playoffs easily? I uh, they're not falling out. No, sure. no, yeah, there's yeah. only we said it last time. There's only two teams I see falling out, and that's the Islanders, and that is mm-hmm. the excuse me, the Bruins. Yeah. Um, I think the East stays the same. I think Carolina makes the playoffs again. Do you think they have a good chance of find, getting in the Cup? Yeah, no, I think they definitely could make the Cup final. Um, they always seem to be in that conversation. It's just, they need the consistent scoring and, you know, and they, they, they can't just rely on Svechnikov and, you know, obviously Aho and Natchez can score goals, but they need, you know, they need them to, to be consistent and they need guys like Tara Vinen to play more consistently. 
well into the playoffs. And if Seth Jarvis can find his game, um, this team could absolutely win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I think so. And I, they could definitely add more pieces in during the season too, right? Like, yep. and, and fun, fun little tidbit here. They have a bunch of guys on professional tryouts right now. They've got Kiefer Bellows on a professional tryout. Oh, that's a good player. They've got uh, Nathan Beaulieu on a professional mm-hmm. tryout. I remember him. Uh, Zach Aston Reese, who could be a great depth player for them. They, they uh, really well make Nick use Shore. out of those players, eh? They really make use out of those role players. And that's what they I kind of like about this team. It's not like, like, like we're saying, it's not really star powered, like, say, Tampa Bay is right. Like you look how many or stars or New are York, on that team. something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. They 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 definitely do have their stars, but they definitely do focus on the role guys too. And I think that's really important for a Stanley Cup. They, they know team. how to get the most. They know how to yeah. get the most of the guys they got. Yeah, I I, I agree. But I, I I definitely see them making the playoffs and uh, going to. Uh, I'd be deep in the playoffs, but not. I don't. I don't know if I want to say Stanley Cup. I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. If everything goes right for this team, very possible Stanley Cup. That's true. Yeah, if everything goes right. And if they, they might need to add a piece or two. And then I think they're good. I agree. I agree. They get another scoring winger, you know? I, I think that that would put them over the top. Yeah. Okay. Chicago. This is an oh, interesting yeah. one. Mr. Connor Bedard. Oh. He looked, I mean, have you seen him? He didn't get a hat trick in his first game in the uniform. It's obviously not an actual um official game but uh in the prospect tournaments i think it was or the prospect games that they do with their uh the the teams uh he did get a hat trick in his first game which was pretty cool to see but when you look at this squad it's definitely a squad that's just not making the playoffs um no it's pretty evident that they want to rebuild and bedard's the 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 build around there and i think they're going to do their best with trying to do that throughout the season um, the only interesting thing about this team is Bedard. So I want to ask yeah. you how, well, how Taylor many, Hall, how many Taylor Hall. I mean, like Taylor Hall has been been underwhelming forever, ever I since th- the New Jersey season. I think he was decent on on Boston. I think he was decent. Yeah, like was he, he fit it. Was he? Uh, well, he like, like I don't think I don't know if he put up the most the, the most points, but I think he fit it he very well. Thirty six points last year. Really. 36 points in 61 games. I mean, this year before he had 61 points. I mean, that's that's good. You know, well, he's probably fighting time, for ice time. Yeah, he's probably fighting not, for ice time. It's not the Taylor Hall that 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 you know scored 93 points in 2017. Well, I mean, I, I I just don't think Taylor Hall, and I mean, maybe the only player that could get it out of him is Bedard. You know, or a Bedard type like a McDavid well, I, or a Crosby. I, th- I think the reason they did get go get Taylor Hall was just so. <clears throat> Bedard had someone good to play with. I mean, had, like had some skill to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, there's really no one. And then they also went after Nick Felino, Ryan's man, Corey Perry, some, some depth and some, uh, some grit there to kind of watch over Bedard. Right. Because he's a smaller guy. Um, he could definitely hit like, he's a big, big body, right? Like, um, he's a tree trunk, so it's really hard to move him, but he's still tiny. And definitely there's a lot of bigger guys in the NHL, but getting Felino and Corey Perry, those are guys that will easily stand up for him. So I kind of like those moves there too. So they kind of really focused on catering Bedard's needs. I've really noticed about this team, especially this year. Yeah, um, yeah. They're not making the playoffs. Well, Korchinski no, is a pretty good defenseman, and I think that's going to be their top defenseman from years to come. I'm really a uh, big fan of him. Um, Seth Jones, 
I've heard that he might, I think he wants to be the captain, but he, I think they're going to make Bedard the captain. I think they're crazy if yeah. they make Seth Jones the captain over Bedard, but. It's not um, going to happen, Seth. He, he signed that contract at the wrong time. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. I think he thought they were going to be a lot better. And you know what? Well, he signed. But, they still had Kane. They still had Taves. You know, yeah. they still had good pieces there. But I, I don't think, um, I think this team is going to be really bad again. Uh, but I, it, that's not a bad thing because, you know, they still, they still need to find their dry sidle. They still need to find their Malkin, you know, like every, well, they're saying the other, the other first round pick is, is that, is that other guy for him? But I don't, I don't think that, I don't think he will be that kind of, you know, I actually, I don't know because we haven't really seen him play, but I figured his name, um, he was drafted in the first round as well as Connor Bedard, but he was like way after him. But, oh, uh, oh, oh, um, yeah. Um, but I don't know if he's going to be the same thing as Connor Bedard and Jonathan Taze. I'm no, but, uh, if you look at, if you look at every single, like one of the greats, right. You look at Gretzky, you know, he, his, his, the next center up after Gretzky was Messier. You know, yeah. you look at Crosby next center up is Malkin. You look at McDavid next center up is dry you, they they still Oliver are Moore. far. Oh, yes, him. I yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but the, you I know, mean, they, I don't think Oliver good, Moore but... is that. I, he's good, but like he's not going to be that. I don't think no. unless they got really lucky. But they this team is still going to be bad. Uh, I see Bedard scoring seventy points probably unless he just blows the league up, uh, which you know is always possible. But even McDavid had how many points in his first season? Seventy. Although McDavid, he had that injury, right? Yeah, he started off with a rocky start too. So, I mean, right. it, it's so, pretty normal for for the first overall picks to do that. But some and, some and the Oilers well. had way better players to start with. Like yeah. the Oilers were like a much better team than oh, Chicago sure. is right like now. Eberle, Hall, um, Hall was gone. Hall, Hall, they traded oh, Hall. To, no, Hall was with McDavid. Yeah. No, never was. Yes, he was. He got traded like in the summer or whatever, and he was pissed because he wanted to play with McDavid. Remember? Oh, oh, maybe he did then. Hey guys, this is editing Bryce here. Um, what I just said was completely wrong. Uh, Taylor Hall did play with Connor McDavid in McDavid's rookie season. I was thinking about Taylor Hall complaining after he was traded about wanting to continue playing with McDavid, and in my head, I thought that, that meant that he actually never did. Uh, it was a few years ago in 2015, 2016. So cut me some slack. But yeah, just to correct that, Taylor Hall did play with Connor McDavid. Yeah, Hall Hall never played with McDavid. But Damn, okay, I thought but, he did. You know, they had Nuge, they had guys like that, right? So Yeah, yeah. Uh the bomb, you know, good good players. So well, I just think their future looks really good. They have Kevin Korchinski. They drafted Frank Nazar 13th overall in yeah. 2022. They Bedard, Oliver Moore, um Nolan Allen, Colton Dock. Um Lucas Raquel is a good guy. So um, they definitely drafted a lot of good good guys. And I mean, I, I obviously this is the direction they were going and everyone knows this is the direction they're going. And uh, they're just going to build around Bedard. And I, I think it's a great piece to build around. And it should it should be a fun year for Chicago fans. Like Chicago yeah. fans can go into the season with no expectations. Let's watch Bedard and have they're going to sell tickets because they want to go see Bedard. It. You know, it's right. You know, watch the other young players come up with them, like have a lot of fun, get a great pick at the end of the season because they're going to because they're going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, just have fun. But but yeah, I, I don't see Chicago. Um 
having any kind of Cinderella story here. This team, you know, up and down the lineup is still bad. Um, yeah. And, and are you kidding you me? Know, they have t- an elite goaltender, Mrazek. Yeah, man. Leafs legend. Yeah. That tells you all you need to know right there. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, we'll we'll see uh, with how Taylor Hall. That's that'll be interesting too. Can Taylor Hall find his points, his, his totals again by playing with Bedard? We'll see. Yeah, but we'll obviously, see. no. This team, this team's bottom of the league for sure. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so they're not making the playoffs, and I think Mm-mm. they might be a. Oh, I thought you were going like, oh no, they're making the playoffs. Oh no no! Mm-mm. Oh, you're agreeing with me. You're agreeing with me. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, there's I'm no agreeing. way. Um, no, they're definitely a lottery team. So um, let's move on to the Colorado Avalanche here. This is a team I actually think could win the cup again, and I'm not lying. Like, I don't know what it is with this team. I don't think. I mean, they're well, obviously they, well, they're not I going see, anywhere. No, <laughs> they're they're going to be good for a long time. Yeah, it's McKinnon, no Rantanen. Um, I mean, Nikushkin did that. Like, what happened with him ever get settled? I don't know. It kind of just went back? in there. Did you see the picture with him and his his gun and his his car? Questionable choices. Yeah. Nikita. Or it's no, Valerie, not Nikita. Valerie, questionable yeah. choices. Yeah. But I mean, Colorado uh, does have some good players, um, and they're reuniting with Jonathan Drouin and Nathan McKinnon, which will be really cool to see. And maybe cool. this will maybe uh, this is a resurgence of Jonathan Duran will come out. Uh, I'm excited for him. And they played on the I've first line. I've always felt bad for him. He's I've he was always supposed to be a good player. Is Landis Cog going to be healthy? Um, that's a good question. I think he's on the IR here. Uh, Landis Cog. You know, missed the entire season. This year? Yep. 2023-24. Oh my God, he will miss the entire season. Cartilage yep. okay. transplant on his right knee. That sucks. Damn. So, yeah, so that opens up a spot on that line. Ranton and McKinnon and Drew N. And yeah. then after that, I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, who, I thought who plays on that second him. line? Well, who so who would you say? Line? Drew N, McKinnon, Ranton, and you keep that? That that would be my first line. Yeah, get Duran going. Well, like, see, works. like, you look at Ryan Johansson and Jonathan Drew, these were guys that were, like, rated pretty oh, high before. Oh, they got Johansson. Yeah. They oh, got... they got Johansson. Yeah, oh. like, I think that's what they were trying to do, um, trying to get a guy. I mean, he, he can still be good. Oh, because, yeah, because yeah, Landis Cogs, wait, who's, McKinnon is a center. Yes. Okay, so Johansson, what, on the right wing? And then, and no, then Johansson, and... right here, has him as a center. So is he the second line center here? Okay. Uh, I mean, well, that's like an like in Johansson, Nichushkin. Like an Johansson, Nichushkin. Okay. And then the top line is McKinnon, Rantanen, and Duran. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes Miles Wood, Ross Colton, Thomas Tatar that they just signed. Who's a good Not guy? Bad. I like that. Uh, Cogliano, Ben Myers, Logan O'Connor. I look, that's pretty good Cogliano things. stats today. How, how, are, how are they? He's older. Just he's just solid. Like he's just a is good he? depth bottom six guy. Yeah, he's fast. He, well, he yeah. was fast. He used to be one yeah. of the fastest guys in the league. But oh, I remember he's that, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you see Devin Tays. Uh, that's the thing. They do have a really good decor. Devin Tays, yeah. Kill McCarr, Bowen Byram, Josh Manson, Jack Johnson, Samuel Gerard. I think it's a pretty. They're saying that the writing on the wall with Devin Taves is they're not going to be able to afford him, and they know that, and he knows that. So this will probably be his last season last as run. an Av. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they got lucky out of that trade with the Islanders. 
um, <laughs> that they got such a good player out of it, and the Islanders just missed out on an amazing player. Nice try, but, Lou. Yeah, I mean, man, he's doing. I don't, I don't like the way he's running the Islanders, but oh, he's um, the freaking Babcock of GMs. It's the same he, shit. He kind of is, eh? Like you can't it's shave. The same shit. What right do you have? What happens if I do shave, Lou? Man, we should put. Do you want me to shave, and so we can put all the hair on your head? That's probably what he wants. So cry collection just the little cookies no i have nothing like, against goes to the bathroom before the games just picks up all the hair <laughs> keeps it. Yeah, he's like maybe Nasty one day like maybe, maybe one day i'll grow my head if i eat it you know <laughs> um but with you know so <laughs> their, their forward car though, too. yeah their forward core looks deep and it's all young 28 26 28 28 31 27 28 32 27 like it's still very good um and then you have guys like um where is he? Uh, Bowen Byram, a really good young defenseman. They don't have any young yeah. forwards coming up, do they? They no, they and do. Myers? I think Ola Olaf Olsson. I think that's a guy that has been looked at. Uh, definitely, they have. I mean, they haven't really been in the lottery kind of territory no. in a very long time, so they don't really have the best prospects right now. I, I want to say, but they definitely have some guys that. Can definitely have potential um, that can play. I'm trying to see the prospects because I'm very curious. Actually, I think that Olison is one guy. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, that they're not going to need them because you know their their core is locked up yeah. for this season and next. I mean, there's no but nobody's moving. Um, so for the next two years, I mean, the, the you know Colorado, I think is still the favorites in the West. Like even though Vegas just won the cup, like I mean, I was. I was listening to some stuff earlier and I felt like such a dipshit because now everybody's like talking about how like strong Vegas is. And all I did last year was shit on them. Like, oh, Vegas, hey, where's I, your depth? Honestly, and, and I, now, I didn't really and, expect them to be so good. I did All year, I'm like, Vegas has no depth. And now all I hear this summer is look at how good the depth was in Vegas to win. It's like, okay, I don't well, know anything, I guess. The, but. At, the, at the time, their depth, their depth was honestly not rated as as like star players or, or not even like really known players, but they kind of solidified their, themselves as kind of bottom six guys there. Like they weren't meant to be bottom six guys, but they ended up being yeah. that for them. So I kind of see where you're saying. I still think, I still think Colorado is the best team in the West though. Like well, I, 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 I have don't... their, I have their prospects here. They're actually not that bad. Um, Oscar Olison, um, he was drafted. And I'm not sure when he signed by them so um definitely a guy that they they would want to bring up john luke foodie so i think that's uh that's liam foodie's 20. brother um okay cool oh riley tough now he's older though 25 yeah they lost alex newhook in the trade so they they definitely got rid of the younger guy there yeah um good. looks like colby ambricio uh he's in the ncaa i'm not sure how much about him um and they in the he's played ahl minutes then Sean Verhens, I don't know. And then they also have Justitus Ananunen. I don't know. <laughs> I tried my best there. I'm very sorry. sorry. Let me see. And, okay. That? Um, and they just drafted Callum Ritchie, which is a really good uh draft pick. I'm surprised he dropped a number twenty seven, but I'm, I'm I've heard good things about him. So um and they also they've had two they had two first round picks. They had uh they drafted um a defenseman as well, and Mikhail Mikhail Guliev. Um, not sure who he is, uh-huh. but um, they definitely, you know, I, I'm not doing terrible. Like, you know, I want to say Vegas is like, 
Um, but so they still have definitely still have some younger guys. And I don't think they're really targeting those big, huge prospects. And I don't think they have to for a while. Um, but who knows how long next year will go for them. They'll definitely lose some guys. and uh, But maybe Landeskog will be back to replace those spots for the missing players. So well, I don't know. I don't even know who they could lose, man. Because McKinnon, Rantanen, Nachuskin, Lekkinen, Johansson, Ross Colt. Oh, they got, they got Ross Colton? Yeah, they did. Yep. Miles Holy. Wood. Holy. Wait, Ross Colt? Is that, was that the guy on... Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Yep. The guy who score all the time. Holy. Yeah. I, like, bro, I don't even know that. I, what do I fucking know? He's but always dude, on a championship he, winning team. He's sick, too. Like, that's... Wow. Yeah, he's, he, he, in the Toronto series, he was the guy that I swear scored all the time. He's a pain in yeah, the ass. This team is elite, man. They're yeah. not going anywhere. I think the biggest, the biggest question mark with them, the biggest question mark is obviously... They've had some injuries over the, the last couple of years, and obviously Landis Cog ain't playing, which sucks. Uh, but um, I, I I don't know if I trust Gorgiev yet. He had a decent season, which I guess mm-hmm. is all you need when you play for Colorado. But he, I don't know. Like, I don't have a ton of faith in him, but I might just be, I don't know, behind the times, I guess. I mean, we'll see. I think they have a really good chance of getting the cup again. Um, yep. Definitely better than their first round exit last year. Uh, they definitely did change, did make changes. So it's a different team going out there and hopefully they made the right changes and they have been for the past few years. So I think they're going to be a cup contending team for sure. And definitely making the playoffs. So when you're, um, when your core is, is ranting and McKinnon and McCarr, um, it's pretty hard not to win. You're, you're, you're in a good spot. So I agree. Um, we can look at Columbus here. We'll probably end off on Columbus because... Uh, oh, Columbus. We were just talking about them. Yeah, I, I think it's a good one to end off here. So, Mr. Babcock, uh, see you later. Then we got... What's his name that got hired? Vincent. Paul Vincent. Paul Vincent. Vincent. Um, do you know anything yeah. about him? Nope. <laughs> I think he was already nope. in the system. I think he was already in the system. Yeah, he was. He was. So, uh, a guy that's familiar there. I guess that's not too bad. They obviously saw him fit after... Babcock was gone. Um, but Johnny Coudreau, Boom Jenner, Patrick Line, Kent Johnson, Adam Fantilli, Kirill Marchenko, Emil Benstrom, Cole Sillinger, Jack Rosovic, Eric Robinson, Sean Corrali, Cur- Cur- um, and Alexander Texier is coming back this year too, um, yeah, he, which is he, really big. He had a lot of potential, I thought, and he was really yeah. good couple years ago and then he missed last season but i think but he I was think dealing he with some stuff and, i think he was dealing with some yeah. family matter um yeah, so if he can come back and play pick up where he left off i mean that's a big addition for them well and they also really upgraded their their decor too so they got zach Ransky, damon severson ivan provorev provorov um which i mean it's pretty big getting severson and provorov right there andrew peak seems to be i mean he's peeking through um Eric Goodbranson, uh, and you know we we talk about Eric Goodbranson all the time on the podcast, and how this is a guy that plays his his role, and he might not be where he was. You know, I mean, he's drafted fourth overall. Um, he's not anywhere close to a fourth overall pick, but he's a guy that definitely is valuable to any team and a veteran. It's player. crazy, man. I think he's a good it's veteran crazy. player. It's crazy with him because because it's how quickly the 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 dynamics of like of how defensemen are valued has changed. Mm-hmm. So like, 
let me just let me just uh get the the timeline right so he was on vancouver back in 2018 2019 right and literally i mean to be fair terrible vancouver team so good branson did not look great but but even before that good branson was considered to be like not a good player like a liability um on the ice not good blah 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 and then and then very quickly there was this shift in the thinking where right-handed defensive defensemen all of a sudden became the most valuable defenseman in the league and now a guy like good branson i mean he's getting paid four million per bro yeah he like completely all of a sudden now he's thrusted up into being like a very important type of player so this goes to show do you think that do you think the reason why is because there's limited quality i mean limited quantity of that type of player in the nhl very limited quantity and i feel like it's a recent thing i you tell me if i'm wrong i might be wrong i feel like it's a recent thing um that that coaches almost need to have right-handed d on the right side and left-handed d on the left side like i like 10 Honestly, years ago that was not being talked about. Am I am I wrong? I was I was one of those right-handed D's that played on the left side. I did that. And it, you know what like are you saying it's not known for that anymore or is it it's more prominent? No no, I I'm say, I'm saying now it's super prominent because I feel yeah, like 10 yep. or or even 15 years ago um cuz I can remember back that far. Um <laughs> I feel like nobody ever really talked about that. I I feel yep. like that's a new ish kind of thing. And the first time I really ever heard about it was actually when Babcock came to Toronto and that's all the media. That's all the media wanted to talk about was Babcock wants right-handed on right side and left-handed on left side. And that was really the first time I had kind of heard of that whole thing. And like, it makes sense. You know, you want to stick up Mm -hmm. against the boards, but, but you know, that has made right-handed D so important now because there's just less of them. Right. But the thing is with that though, and I think, I think there's advantages to both of that, right? Like I think when the defense is the right-handed, like say like you're on, you're playing the right hand on the right side, left hand on the left side. But at the same time, I think there's an advantage of playing the left defense on the right side and the right defense on the left side. Because your sticks because your sticks towards the slot. Yeah, exactly. It's in a position yeah. to get the perfect shot off, right? Especially in a power play, if you have an extra space, that's perfect for a defenseman. Right? But what he coaches? Are, but coaches up. want. But coaches want the sticks on that side, so they don't have to turn their backs on the on the forecheck, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, less turnovers. There's, there's ways to do it. There's ways to do it, and the, but it's I just. I, I I'm not. I don't like. I'm trying to remember my days of playing, but like, I definitely know because I remember being played, being told to be going in the left hand side, or at least starting off on the left hand side, but then switching. Yeah, but but now but now nobody nobody I feel like in the NHL now nobody wants that. They want rights on right, lefts on left. Excuse me. Right. Well, it it probably does make more sense to do that, right? Like that's obviously the logical re- uh the thing to do is put the left-handed side on the right-handed side, but at the same time I think you can get away with not making that matter cuz you see a lot of left-wingers you, you, you and right-wingers switch you, right? you like, can, yeah, and like team teams a lot of make Russian that compromise. Te- teams make that compromise when they have to. But I feel like if every, I feel like now, if every coach could, he would have three right-handed, three left-handed, and playing on the on on the side of their handedness. I feel like that's that's what 
I feel like that's what coaches do now. Oh and yeah. That, that's what's, and that's, what's made right-handed D so important and yeah. so much more valuable. I mean, all, all were ever, every single freaking right-handed D man, if you have a left-handed D man and you have a right-handed D man, and let's just say they're the identical player, the mm-hmm. right-handed guy is going to get more money in free agency and be it's worth true. more in a trade because he's right-handed. And, and, and I feel like that is a new phenomenon. I, like I don't, I was a kid, but I don't remember it being that. I don't remember it mattering that much. And, and, and no. going back to well, yeah, Branson, no, when that, I was, I, I'm not saying like I'm any <laughs> close to these NHL guys, but this is the way I can relate to what you're saying is that when I played, like I started playing with like a straight blade, kind of adapting to whatever I feel comfortable with. Like, so it didn't really matter what you did, right? Like as long as like, you, you know, it, I feel like, Right-handed defenseman. Um, there, there's more left-handed NHLers than there are right-handed NHLers. So you're going to see less of the right-handed defenseman, right? Like it's just evident that's going to happen, and, and so, that's why they have more value. Exactly. So I'm, I'm surprised they. I mean, I wonder what's the background behind behind develop, developing a guy right-handed or left-handed. I don't know if that's just something someone's used to, but um, it's kind of interesting to think about that. Because it's it is a it like you're right. Right-handed defensemen are very valuable in this league, and they go for first-round picks at the trade deadline. So, um, I mean, look at look at like the draft recently. Like, I feel like I feel like it's all right-handed D men going in the top ten. You know, because because there's just so few of them, and it's because coaches want to play right-handed D on the right side. Yeah, and 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 it's taken. It's revitalized a guy like Eric Branson's career. If Eric Branson was left-handed, he would he would not be getting paid four million. I promise. No, he wouldn't. Um, but and that's crazy. I I just think he's a valuable guy. Like at first, I I thought he was. Well, he is just now. Like a, yeah, he was a bus. He was just considered a bus before, and um, obviously, I think he's on the right team too. It's a good guy to put with um a lot of young guys. This is what like Toronto and Pittsburgh did. Um. But Toronto, well, he's tough and he's heavy, like, you know? Yeah, he's and more like they, a, they need that. He reminds me of more like, say, like a Ron Hainsey or a um, who like played top minutes, but he was an older guy and he wasn't the most skilled guy, but he still got minutes because um, he was a valuable player and a guy that they needed the slot there. And it's meshed well with the top defensive pairing. Right. So, like, obviously, I mean, that's where it comes from the fact where skill doesn't come into like it doesn't matter really as much, especially on the bottom pairing. I mean, but they do have Adam Boquist playing with him who will cover all the skill aspects. And this will be a guy that will always be a stay-at-home defenseman for you, right? This guy will always be there to shut guys down and not really kind of go for the flashy plays like, say, Adam Boquist would. So I think he's capable of that. Yeah, somebody who watched him play for three years. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of flash in Eric. No, and that's okay. That's okay though, right? Like that's fine. Like you don't have to, yeah. Sometimes you don't want the big, huge, flashy defenseman. You want the big, stay-at-home defenseman that will kick your ass, right? You want that. Back in style now, you know. Yeah, and I love that. Saying now, like he's Brandon Carlo is a cool one. I like, I like Brandon Carlo. His style and his handedness is really in fashion right now, and that's that's what makes him so viable. But I I don't want to I don't want to cheap out any Jackets fans here and not talk about their their actual forward core i, mm-hmm. I mean what do you what, what do you what do you think about it um their forward core it looks 
so I like when I look at the court for I was thinking about that when when it first came up. I'm like, okay, is it a playoff team? Maybe. I like it, but I don't know. I don't think they're playoffs just yet. I think you need to let Adam Fantilli have a really good first season and then move on to the next season, maybe make it next year and add some other, you know, high-end talent, or maybe Fantilli will be really good and Kent Johnson will would have improved and Sillinger, like all these younger guys will be better next year. I, I really like the direction they're going in. So I just don't think they're playoff bound and considering I mean what division who are they playing? Pitts they're in the same they're in the Metro, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's a hard division. I think Washington's still competing. Pittsburgh's can be a hard team to play because of Carlson Crosby, their super team that they have there. And then, um, I mean, the Islanders, uh, I don't think they're going to be the greatest team, but obviously they're going to put up a fight. Uh, But they have some competition, and I just don't think that they'll be at the top of that. Definitely at the, you know, maybe they could definitely get a wild card spot, in my my opinion. Well, well, here's the the question. I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm we, really we on the fence. About, I'm really on the fence. We've talked about we've talked about Ottawa, um, um, Buffalo, and and Pittsburgh, right? Being the yeah. three non-playoff teams from last season, they're going to be the three that are pushing this year, right? Yeah. You know, is Columbus is Columbus maybe a team that we have forgotten about and not included in that potential mix? I mean, could yes Columbus and be, no. Yes and no. Like I want to say they are kind of similar to like, say like a team like Ottawa, like Ottawa. But I think Ottawa has more firepower, more star players on that team. Like, like the, I think Columbus is a year or two ish behind them. Yeah. Like I don't you know? think boom Jenner as your first line center, it, nothing against boom Jenner. Like I love him as a player, but I don't think that's the guy you need. Like I need, I think you need to establish Fantilli first or Johnson. Or even Cylinder. Yes. I mean, nah, Cylinder's probably going to be like a, a second liner. We never know. But you need to well, get you need to get one of those. Deep, though it is, but you need to get one of those younger guys to solidify themselves as that first line center, and then yes. you can start winning and building around that, and it makes it a lot easier when you're going forward. But right now, Boom Jenner is obviously a good leader there, and I would keep Boom Jenner on the team, but you could definitely move him down and give Fantilli more time. Um, well, I think in a in a in an ideal world, Boone Jenner is your third line center. Boone yeah. Jenner is your third line center, on and the that's an awesome team. third line center too. Yes, awesome. I love him. That's what you need, you know. But but For you're sure. right. Like you need you need guys like Fantilli and Kent Johnson and even Texier mm-hmm. to to assert themselves as your as your top six centers, right? Now, yeah. obviously, one of them, you know, there's not room for all of them, but Kent Johnson plays left wing as well. But I mean, like, imagine a line of like Fantilli, Johnson, and and Line. You know, like how filthy is that, right? But but the thing is, is we're not sure yet, yeah, whether or not. Like, I think this team needs one or two more years of cooking, and then yeah. I think they're gonna be at a point where they can truly compete for a deep playoff run. Because, to be honest with you, I, I look at this roster and I think every piece is there. It's just young. They just need and their young guys need... to stay. A lot of their young guys have left, right? You think, think about all the guys that have I left. Think the culture's changed. It has. It definitely it's same, has. It's the same deal as like Arizona, right? Like, like, but but the difference is now is like before, like same story with Arizona. They would have 
one very good young player come up and then there'd be nothing else around them and mm-hmm. then they, and then they want out right but but the difference is now is you have a plethora of young players coming up all together okay foodie mm-hmm. marchenko johnson fantilli texier is only 24 Sillinger. jack roslovic's only 26 and Sillinger. Yep. you know so so you they can that's the thing. Like if you have a bunch of young guys coming up together at once, they bond and they want to win together, right? They become friends. Is there goaltending? So game? I think Merzlikins can be really good. Yeah. Uh, and I think their new decor is going to help him out a lot. Yeah. I mean, Merzlik is, I mean, definitely a guy that uh, has taken over the reins there since Corpozella has been gone. Who's been kind of been sharing the crease with too. Um, yeah. But I kind of like him as the starter there. And I think, um, is he 27? Mm. He's still a decent age. 20, 29. Yeah, I mean, like, that that could be a great age for, hit, like, a def, uh, like, a goaltender in the NHL to come out. Because that's usually, like we said, is when they do. Um, so he could have a big season with a big team behind uh, in front of him. So um, it'd be, it's exciting to see. I just don't think... Columbus is making it this year, unfortunately. No. One one or two more years, they're not going to be able. I mean, maybe if teams like Buffalo and Ottawa and even Pittsburgh didn't exist, then Columbus would be my would be my team to maybe try to sneak in, right? But the problem mm. is, is there is so many. Like I said, it possibly could be a wild card. It could possibly be a wild card team. I, I, well, I don't think so. I don't think so because think so? because no because because you have three teams that missed last year that I think probably should make it in this year. Mm-hmm. It just depends if anybody else in the East falls off. Right. Yeah, that's true. I have yeah, the like, Islanders and the Bruins missing. So that's two more spots. I believe everything else. Washington in the East doesn't stays the do same. well. They're not going to do well. Washington's trash. I think they might still make the playoffs. No, I mean, they missed not, it last year, right? Yeah, no, I, Washington's a corpse, bro. Like dead man walking. It, did, who Washington's did sign recently? We, we're not there yet, but I wanted to see. But um, I, 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 Washington has not gotten better. Like I, I no, they that they whole that happen. team's whole mission is get Ovechkin to eight hundred and ninety four goals. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the team. It doesn't look the. It doesn't look so promising. No, um, Washington is missing, bro. Uh, everything in the East stays the same. I believe the Islanders and the Bruins fall out and those two remaining spots are going to be fought um, are going to be fought for by Pittsburgh, Ottawa, Buffalo. Columbus is not as good as any of those teams. They're close. Like we said, not this year. One or two years away, man. And, and, if, and if, if this young core comes up together, that could be scary. Yeah. Kent Johnson, Fantilli, Texier, Sillinger, I mean, and then you have the veteran presence of Line A, even though he's only 25 in Goudreau. I, I, you know, solid defense core, nothing too flashy, but mm-hmm. but just steady, strong, and a goalie like Merz Lincolns, who who has put up elite numbers before. This team, I think, is close. Even a guy like Sean Corrali, I, I loved him in Boston. I think he was a tough guy to play against. I think he's a very undervalued guy. And, um, like, like, even um, guys like Texier, I'm excited to see him next year, just considering he missed last season. So I'm, I hope he's a good season coming back. Uh, Roslovic actually really loves being there. Isn't he from Columbus? Yeah, he's from Ohio. Yeah, so he loves playing there. I've heard trade rumors about him, though. Um, Marchenko is supposed to be 
very underrated. I've heard he's supposed to be a very tough. He scored a lot of goals last year. Yeah. Wait, how many goals in the NHL? Yeah. How many goals? Kim Inman was just scoring 21 goals. 21 goals and four assists. He does not pass. How old is he? Uh, 23. Oh. I mean, yeah, if he can improve on his assists, he's going to be a very solid NHLer. Right? Getting at least 20 goals in in your first season is pretty good in my book. So. Um, I've yeah. heard good things about him anyways. I've heard that he was a steal. Um, definitely, I mean, uh, like you said, he doesn't pass. But I think this team, it, it, I would definitely say, like, I'm going to play a franchise team with a franchise like franchise mode. I'd pick this team because it looks very enticing. You know what I mean? To build. Another, I, I, think, I think they build this year. Build. Yeah, and I think you that's know? what they need to. And I think they know they need to do that. They need they to see so. the growth out of the young guys, and I think they're going to get a little bit better this year. Well, do you think um, they just go two... out there and say, guys, just go and play? Just play. No expectations. Well, well, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. They got they went and got Babcock, and that's a that's supposed to be a win-now coach. So that's I don't know true. what the expectations are. They have to be looking in front of them, gone. though, man, and seeing Buffalo and Ottawa and being like, yeah, these teams are a couple years ahead of us. Like, Yeah, the Babcock like, thing co- didn't even make sense in the first place with this team. He's not. I was going to say Columbus. Columbus reminds me of Ottawa two years ago. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Really, they do. Yeah, that's true. They just need like they need those few draft picks too, um, and and those those really high rated young younger players to get better too, like Johnson and Sillinger and Marchenko. Like if you look at it, like say say you move say, your first line is in the future. Gutro, Fantilli, Line A, and then you got say so you move you move, yeah, Ken Johnson, uh, Sillinger, Barchenko. Like that's a sick top six, isn't it? And then you move yeah. Boom Jenner down to the third line. Or you can put him on and the second Texier line. And 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 Roslovic. Yeah. That's sick. Like that actually is not a bad team when you move the lines around. I think when everyone's spread apart. But I do think Fantilli it's his first season. So obviously he's a good player he's gonna have a good first season but i you just never know so we he's got to have one solidified season as an nhler before i think they can kind of make a run for the playoffs i I just don't think they have the experience yet like obviously Sillinger, fintilly kent johnson marchenko are so young that they need to get them playing more and more being used to the nhl as it's a it's a different league from the ncaa like ken johnson fintilly both played in michigan too right so um, they have some chemistry there, but yeah. So I think it's an exciting team, but they're not making the playoffs this year, for sure. Yeah, you know they, they gotta they gotta wait out some of the some of the Giants in the East. You know they gotta they gotta wait yeah. out the Rangers. They gotta yeah. wait out the Canes. You know they gotta uh, a couple more teams need to need to get over the the hill there and 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 open up opportunities in the East because right now the East is too good. Yeah. So yeah. Um, We'll, we'll we'll see what happens, but yeah, I don't see them making the playoffs, but I do see them improving a lot and building a lot. It's another fun team for for a fan, you know. If I'm a Jackets fan, I'm coming into this season with not a ton of expectations. A playoff spot would be nice. I don't think it's happening. I'd go see the games watch, though. Oh yeah, watch watch your you know you have so many good young players, you know, mm-hmm. like just get excited about them. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Did you see? I mean, we're going to end off on them for this video because uh, I think we approached an hour, but that's okay. I think we got a lot in here. We even talked about some other stuff, which was awesome. Um, but uh, 
How do you think Bedard looks in a Blackhawks jersey? Awful. You think he looks awful? I hate the I hate the Blackhawks. I like it. I like I think he fits it. I think he fits. Oh, it. Oh, I hate them, dude. I, I mean, hate I, them, I hate man. what they state, like what the, has happened there. Like it kind of. I just hate. I hated them before that. I mean, I didn't mind them. They weren't my favorite team, but I, I did. It's bullshit. I like their uniform. It's bullshit, dude. Like they, they literally have like a dynasty, and then they're, they're like, they need to be bad for longer. I like. I don't know. I I can't stand that team. Yeah, um, they they, have, they don't they don't suffer. They don't suffer. Right. Where's the stuff? Well, uh, they've. I mean, to be fair, the last couple of years. Yikes, yeah, actually, it's been. I, a dumb, I wanted, it has been pretty bad. I wanted. I wanted one or two more years of of shit. No hope, Hawks hockey. But you know, here we are. So. Yeah, you know, it's interesting times. I mean, it's just kind of cool to see an NHL jersey on. Where do you him. think Kane's signing? Where do you think Kane's signing? People are saying Detroit. Ew. Yeah. No. Apparently, that's the number one team. Apparently, but I I would rather see going hometown to Buffalo. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Buffalo is a lot more promising. I don't think Iserman's having the same luck he did with Tampa Bay. Um, uh, well, we're getting into Detroit next episode, right? And that team yeah. is kind of weird. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to talking about them. Me too. Yeah, because even Dallas is next episode too. And I, I, they're, they're a team that looks scary. So like um, Dallas. yeah, sneaky good, remember? Sneaky good, man. Dallas is always sneaky good. But uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's all for this episode. I think it was, we got a lot in, like I said. Um, also, I have to correct myself. Casey DeSmith was not on Pittsburgh. He got traded from Montreal. So um, Pearson went to Montreal, not Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 I think I said Pittsburgh. So I'm just correct, mm-hmm. correcting myself. Also, we forgot to say uh, the PWHL draft um, happened yesterday. Was it Monday? Oh, the, the the women's league. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it was the biggest day for uh, women's hockey ever in history. So apparently, this league is. Uh, I mean, it's isn't it? Isn't Brian Burke the director of this league? Yeah. 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 I mean, it looks pretty promising, and I I I I, I would I would love to, you know, see them actually get a league and I and like do well, but. They have to have a really smart strategic, yeah, uh, a really smart strategic. Man, I'm tired. Strategic. Strategic. There we go. Words are hard, guys. It's the end of the podcast. Okay. Um, but uh, they need to have a really good plan, kind of budget wise and advertising wise, what they can do. Um, under the budget they do have, to really spread the awareness of this 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 <laughs> league, because obviously women need to go to the games. Yeah, exactly. And that's the that's thing. That's what that, it needs to be. That's what they were saying on the broadcast. Like, I watched a little bit of the draft just to see what it was like. Obviously, they don't have team names. They don't have jerseys yet. They just have, like, where they where the teams are going to be, um, which is it's kind of crazy how new that is. But um, a lot, all the top players went to this league. Taylor Heath. I don't want to say I'm a, pe- I don't say I'm a pessimist. Um, but, like, I have a – I don't know. It's so hard to get women's professional sports going. Um, well, this is the, you okay, look at the WNBA. I heard something, but I, I wanted to be clarified because you probably you probably know better. They they do they play for free? No, do they? No, no, no. Okay, so so I'll I'll, I'll quickly go over this. So okay, 
So you look at basketball, right? Which in pop culture right now is probably the most popular sport. And if they're, if it's not, it's a close second football, right? Like mm-hmm. basketball is so huge right now. And the WNBA is still not successful, right? Mm-hmm. The, the WNBA is subsidized by the NBA, meaning that the NBA basically pays for a lot of their shit to keep it afloat. I see. And all, all I'm saying is... If the WNBA, which is the most established women's league, it's never made money once. It's always been in the negative. Okay. Really? It it, it can it, if the NBA didn't subsidize it, it wouldn't exist. So mm. all I'm saying is that if the WNBA can't succeed, you know, without the help and subsidization from a men's league, you have to be so smart with with a pro hockey league. Because right now, and I hate to say it, but hockey is about to become f- the fifth biggest sport in North America because the MLS right it's now spreading. is making huge gains, right? Yeah. So, you know, and this this goes to the NHL as well. The NHL needs to market better, okay? The NHL well, they itself are, they needs are going to, to Australia. They're going to different places next year trying yeah, but who to do gives that. A, but who gives a fuck about that? Like, it's about yeah. it's about marketing themselves better in a, in the United States. That's where the money is, okay? They have Canada in the bag. The Canadians yeah. are going to watch hockey no matter what. Okay. Mm-hmm. They need to market themselves better in the United States. Right. And I'm saying if the WNBA, which is the most established, the most flashy, it's got, it's got the most infrastructure. It can't, and it, it's playing the, you know, so the are, most popular sport. Are you saying that the, this, this new women's league needs the help of the NHL? Like, I, I like, think like it definitely will need the help. It, it definitely will. And it it definitely will, and it, and if it ever wants to become self sustainable, which I have a hard time imagining, it has to be so intelligent because because like well, I said, well, man, the WNBA the, they have a guy like Brian Burke, which is a smart guy, especially in the NHL. Like he's been he's been around for years in many he's not various. A he's not, but he's in very, many various different positions, and he probably knows people that are the best marketers, the best people like that, and he will hire them, right? Like he will get them. I, to I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. But like I, I, I'm, I'm comparing everything to the WNBA, and because that league is is the most established women's league, and it still has a hard time drawing. Like it, yeah. it has a hard time making money, and so hockey being in the in the position that it's in in the United States, where it's not that it's not as popular as it should be it, good good luck like if and, anything and these... if anything it will take time it, it's not going to yes. happen in a year or two it's going to happen in a few years and these players anything. are amazing man like like is, Pou- is Poulin is Poulin in it yep uh, I think she went to Montreal okay so like yep. you have you know you have all the, the there's a lot of big names in the women's for, for Canada and USA and I think Minnesota like, had the first overall pick. Got the first overall, yeah. Which was and Taylor so, Heese, which and she's an NCAA Division One uh so it, captain. So do you know what it needs to be though, man? You know what it needs to be? It it needs to be women need to be going to these games. And I always find it incredibly They have really good markets. They have really good markets. They do, but but women still need to go to the game because it's always mm-hmm. it's always a certain type of person complaining that the WNBA doesn't make any money and the players don't make as much money. And it's like, okay, how many how many how many games how have can you gone you, to? I, that's the thing. Like, show, like how can show you? show me your season tickets? It's not their fault though. That's the thing. It's not their fault, right? Like no. that. 
that it's harder to do this. Obviously, there it's probably more stigmatized that women playing women playing hockey, so it's harder to sell. I think that's obviously what it is, and it kind of sucks because these are really talented athletes, right? Like these are the best of the best. This is supposed to be a top league in in the Take world. Take your daughters for, to the games, man. Take your daughters what, to the that's games. That's what they were saying on the broadcast. Like we need to get to the like you know the twelve year olds, you know that the girl twelve year old girls that want to play. A sport like introduce them to hockey in like say Minnesota or something they like that. They have tried. Right? They have tried to market women's sports. To, they, it's fuck. It's stupid. There is they girls try that want to play hockey though. There is. I know. No, I know. But but they're trying to market women's sports to men. And at the end of the day, hate yeah. to say it, but I'm always going to pick watching men over women just because I find it to be more entertaining personally and, and how right? many years but has what? the nhl been around and how established are they how is their their market have been like how much have they have grown like obviously we're going to watch what we're familiar with and obviously we're going to watch the superior nhl like think about how rich they are and how um right that's the number one source number one league number one everything right when you look at it so obviously we're going to go but go directly it- towards that one but but the, the 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 people you want to be watching women play are women because then mm-hmm. they can make that they can make that personal connection like I'm a woman <laughs> and I'm watching women play like that's how you that's how women's sports needs needs to grow they need to market it to women like <laughs> and and parents need to bring their daughters to the games and that's how the league will grow you're not going to grow it by trying to market the women's league to NHL fans, because the vast majority of us, or a lot of us, well, they just don't have, have the freaking time. Yeah, they already have a fan we, base. Like we don't. I don't have the time. I like. I don't. I don't. If 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 the if there's a NHL game on in a professional women's hockey league gone, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the NHL game every time, just because that's what I like. Is the league so in the summer? New fans? Or no? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Because if it was, honestly, that would I think would make a difference. Because then a lot of people aren't watching the NHL. They can obviously go flip on to the PWHL. I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a suggestion. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, I mean, I think they, they probably do have a plan in place, but we, we're not going to go into that right now because we'll be here forever. But um, I don't know. I'm excited to see. I, I'm always a fan when a new league is formed. I think it's really cool, right? Like, I think I it, hope it's successful, man. I, I do too. I hope it is too. Like, I would even go see a game if it wasn't that expensive. Um, I heard their jerseys were too expensive before, like $150. And obviously, like, yeah, a pro team will have an expensive jersey, but not for a pro team that's starting out that has no attraction, right? Like, obviously, if you're charging way too much, it's just not going to go over well. But You have to build the fan base. You have to yeah, make it easy to go watch. Exactly. Make good, nice jerseys, too, that, like, people would love to wear um, and stuff like that. You know, I mean, Toronto I was Tro- – you want to hear Toronto? I was just going to say, stop complaining on Twitter and go buy season tickets because you complaining on Twitter about the players not making enough money doesn't actually make the money. Okay. You buying season tickets will make them money. Help them out. Help them out. Right. They need, they need it for, they need the help and they need to grow the game. Why not? It's just watching hockey. Um, a lot of them are more skilled than the the men's players. Um, uh, not, not a take. It is a take, but I think some of them in, in certain aspects, Right, but Toronto. Uh, Eric Branson is shutting down Poulin every time. Eric Branson, sorry, yeah. Eric, every yeah, time. with his four four million dollars. It, there's, it's called biologics, man. It's just uh, biology, biologics. Now I sound stupid as fuck. It's called biology. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. just 
it's just the way it is man like yeah. it's just the way it is i yeah i mean i'm excited to follow it honestly like i i i kind of like the like the toronto team actually sounds really good like it says renata fast sarah nurse um natalie spooner uh emma malatas but uh, she's on team canada man it looks like a good team yeah, it's pretty mean, exciting. It's good that we, you know, and that that goes to show that women's hockey is growing because we we know we know who they are. Yeah, there's a lot right? of there's like, a lot at least on every team I know a name, which is is a, is a you're right indication that I'm I'm learning the game of women's hockey, which is pretty yeah. cool. So obviously maybe they're they are doing something right, and this draft did spark my interest. It sparked my interest because I remember them starting well, to leak you before. You watch the games and, and let me watch the games and let me know how, how I actually, it is. I actually feel like I actually feel like watching them. We'll see what, how it goes. Um, you never know. They maybe maybe some teams are better than others. Some more teams are more exciting, but they have the 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 franchises are Minnesota, Toronto, Boston, New York, Ottawa, Montreal. Those are big places where they can easily sell hockey, right? Especially if the if the tickets are cheap enough people will buy a ticket to go see the game hope so yeah okay well that's it that's it for me we've been going for like an hour and a half yeah yeah you know we'll 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 keep talking for another two hours oh sick you think we'll ever get to that point two hours two hours i mean maybe if this maybe we're getting paid for it sure yeah sure two hours Okay, well, make sure you guys follow us on all of our uh, socials. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, is better for you. We also upload to Apple Podcasts. We have a YouTube channel with some great interviews on it. We like to always upload our interviews onto there. And one day, hopefully, make uh, more content on there when we get more time. We're both busy guys. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Jake runs the Instagram really nicely. So you get all the latest news on Insta. And, and that's TikTok. It me. TikTok as TikTok. well. Um, I'm going to be trying to make some more videos and some more TikToks. Um, I've been busy, um, but I'm going to get back at it. Definitely, uh, have some time on my hands. So, um, I want to get back at it too. I miss making content. So, um, and we're going to get into fantasy season as well. So stay tuned for that. Oh, so excited. And me too. And we'll, we'll, we'll get into, we'll make a video explaining what, how our seasons are going to go. I think we mentioned it last podcast. So. Um, yeah well we're gonna do a fourth liners team again and hopefully not be the worst team in the league <laughs> yeah we kind of just gave up on the team last year because they were so although bad. we we went really deep in the uh in the um um not like the the championship playoffs but like the other teams like we went pretty yeah. deep in there i think we ended up finishing like sixth but we were like yeah. an 11th the whole year yeah Our that's team bad. Was bad yeah what can you do yeah okay <laughs> well thank you guys so much for watching and uh we'll see you guys in the next episode Peace, guys.